0: Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Mr. Eric Arnold and Dr. Karen Chen this evening. Now, Spinal Muscular Atrophy Awareness Month is August. And um, this year, the 20, 2021, also marks the first anniversary of the FDA approval of ESRISD, a compound to treat SMA in adults and kids uh, ages two months and older. Well, here to talk about this treatment has improved patients' lives. As, as I said, Mr. Eric Arnold, he's a, a lawyer joining us here from West Virginia who's grateful for the new treatment options. He's joined by Dr. Karen Chen, CEO of the Spinal Muscular Atrophy Foundation. Welcome both uh, Eric Arnold and Dr. Karen Chen. Thank you both for taking the time this evening.
1: Thank you very much for having us, especially during this SMA Awareness Month.
0: Well, uh, Dr. Chen, if you would give us a bit of your professional background.
1: Of course. I'm currently, as you mentioned, the CEO of the Spinal Muscular Atrophy Foundation. And prior to that, my entire um, career has been spent developing drugs at pharmaceutical and biotech firms. And um, my training is a neuroscientist. I'm a PhD, not a medical MD. And I joined the foundation uh, in 2007. Um, as I mentioned, my background is in drug development, and so um, at the SMA Foundation our entire mission is really to accelerate therapeutic development for spinal muscular accuracy. So I'm I'm very pleased to be part of the organization and to bring my neuroscience and drug development background uh, to the foundation, oh, um, I guess, um, 14 years ago.
0: And Eric, a, a bit of your professional background. Of course, I mentioned that you're joining us here as an attorney uh, in West Virginia.
2: Uh, yes, sir. Uh, don't judge them as a lawyer, but i uh, uh-huh. as- is my profession and it is something that I chose to do because, partly because of spinal muscular atrophy. I am a type 2 uh, individual. I was diagnosed at 18 months and I have been involved in learning as far as my self-care and participating in research initiatives with Cure SMA and SMA research Um through a family golf tournament that we believe is the longest running uh, event for spinal muscular atrophy in the country. We'll be having our 24th year, the 26th, this October. And um, also, I am also on F3D, known as risk the Plan, and have been on that since December 2020 after it was FDA approved as you said, on this anniversary month, August last year.
0: Now, you had been living with uh, SMA uh, without any approved treatments up until just uh, recently, correct?
2: Correct, correct. Mm -hmm. December uh, 2nd was the first dose I took Um, and part of that is, you know, as a individual who's 35 now living with SMA, I'll be 35 in a month, is I had a double spinal Harrington fusion, which is a two-titanium rod, 18-screw insertion along the spinal column to treat scoliosis. And while other treatments such as Spimrasa, which has gotten positive results, uh, I was not a candidate due to the nature of my surgery and needing a port. Well, um, 3D was a possibility for me because it was a oral um, once-a-day treatment mm-hmm. taken through a syringe with fluid. Uh, I'd take it through my mouth while others take it maybe through a feeding tube or a port or a trach port. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a possibility, you know, we had a, frankly, traumatic experience where we had a on, during during administration failure uh, with Spinross, and those things happen. It's a very Complicated disease. Everyone does their best, but S3D has sort of alleviated those concerns, and we've seen great progress daily. That's uh, frankly, that's good to hear. The drug and it, and I know there's many other things coming down the line, but part of that is because of Cure SMA and SMA Research Foundation and all the people associated with it.
0: Doctor Chen, give us a little insight into this condition. Um, what causes it, and who's mostly affected?
1: So uh, SMA or spinal muscular atrophy is a genetic um, rare disease uh, that's mostly neuromuscular in presentation. And so um, because it's a genetic disease, it um, it affects uh, uh, children. Um, and it's very early onset. So many of the patients, especially the most severe patients, the type 1 patients, um, are diagnosed very early on. And of the type 1 babies, unfortunately, uh, die by the age of 2. There's a type 2 and type 3, which are milder forms of the disease. And uh, these uh, children and adults um, are able to perform um, – a certain uh, functions such as being able to sit, which take one babies can't, um, but may not uh, achieve the ability to stand or to walk. Mm-hmm. So even though SMA is caused by a deletion of the SMN1 gene, which is present in every cell of the body, the um, primary manifestation of this disease is motor um, in nature. So uh, patients suffer from motor deficits and it's one of the most common of rare diseases um affecting um uh, up to uh, i guess there's a population of about 100,000 patients in the US and um one in 40 uh people uh are carriers and of course um, unless you actually have two carriers as um parents uh there it's a um recessive um um mutation and so 25% of uh, children from um, two parents who are uh, carriers will actually have SMA. Mm-hmm. So, um, as I mentioned, um, presentation can um, occur very early on in infancy, or the rare type 4 patients, which are the most mild, may not actually show any symptoms until adulthood.
0: Now, RISD-D is the most recent treatment approved uh, for SMA, I understand. Um, up until, as I mentioned with um, Eric, up until five years ago, there were no approved treatments, but now there are some with IFRISD, as I said, being the most recent. How is it different from other treatments that have been developed uh, over the last few years?
1: So the SMA Foundation, since our um, sole mission is to actually partner with companies to develop uh, therapeutics. We started working um, uh, first with PTC Therapeutics and Roche on Evrysdi. So, uh, oddly enough, even though it's the last of the three drugs that have been approved to be approved, it was um, the first uh, drug program um, at a pharma biotech company in SMA. We actually also worked with um, Ionis that developed Spinraza and they partnered with uh, Biogen um, and that's commercially available and that was actually the first approved drug. And I think as Eric mentioned, it's a drug that needs to be given intrathecally, so directly into the cerebral spinal fluid of the spinal cord. And um, this drug actually acts on the backup gene. So as I mentioned, in SMA, The SMN1 gene is deleted or mutated, so that's not functional anymore. So in humans, there's a backup gene, the SMN2 gene, very cleverly named. And so this, um, this gene produces only a small fraction, about 10 to 20 percent of the functional SMN protein. And there are varying numbers of copies of this SMN2 gene in humans. So um, it can be anywhere from one copy, two copies, up to five or six copies. And so Spinraza, the first um, approved drug, actually does work on SMN2, this backup gene, uh, allowing more functional protein to be made by this gene. The second approved drug, uh, developed by Avexis in partnership with Novartis, is a gene uh, replacement therapy. And so in this case, the missing gene, SMN1, is actually replaced. This drug also needs to be given directly into the spinal cord. And it's a, as a gene therapy, a one and done treatment. And so uh, patients uh, just actually have to undergo the procedure once. The third drug, as Eric mentioned, was approved last August. And that's a RISD. Um, uh, originally, the program was between the Foundation and PTC. And we brought on Roche as the third partner to really help accelerate the development of this drug. And this drug also works on the SMN2 backup gene. And it also allows a, a greater percentage of functional protein to be made by this gene. And it's unique in that it doesn't need to be given um, into the spinal cord, but it can be given orally, which not only is more convenient for the patient, Mm -hmm. but it also allows this drug to access all the tissues in the body. So as I mentioned in the description of SMA, um, SMN, the gene, SMN1, is actually present in all cells. And so this protein is needed by all cells in the body. And so it's, um, in our mind, better to actually have a drug that can access all tissues and organs in the body rather than just being confined to the central nervous uh, system.
0: Give us a website where we can learn more about Evrisdi and about the foundation as well.
1: Uh, I think that um, Genentech and Roche um, actually are marketing this drug in the United States and um, you can find information on their website. There's also information on our website on this and um, other drugs. And that's smafoundation.org.
0: Well, Eric and Dr. Chen, I appreciate both of you joining us here on Health Professional Radio this evening. It's been a pleasure speaking with both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Eric Arnold and Dr. Karen Chen. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.